Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 3079, Four Fascinating Psychological Theories That Explain Your Whole Life, part two, by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. And I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Friday, welcome to the old podcast, the OLD podcast, Optimal Living Daily, where I read to you like a big ongoing audiobook, but from many different authors. Today being a continuation from yesterday, so I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first if you haven't already. But if you're all caught up, let's get right to part two and start optimizing your life. Four Fascinating Psychological Theories That Explain Your Whole Life, Part Two, by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. Life History Theory. According to life history theory, all organisms have finite resources at their disposal and they need to allocate those resources in a way that maximizes their reproductive success. In other words, they need to figure out how to have as many babies as possible while also ensuring that those babies survive to reproduce themselves. Here's where things get interesting. Different organisms have different strategies for allocating their resources. Some organisms like trees or tortoises invest heavily in growth and development early in life and then slow down and conserve their resources later on. Other organisms like rabbits or mice invest less in growth and development early on and then reproduce early and often. So where do humans fit into all of this? Well, according to life history theory, humans are what's known as a variable life history strategy species. In other words, we're pretty flexible in terms of how we allocate our resources over time. Some humans may follow a slow life history strategy, investing heavily in education, career, and personal development before settling down and having children. Others may follow a fast life history strategy, having children early and often, and focusing less on long-term planning and delayed gratification. Now, this might all seem a bit abstract, but here's where things get really interesting. Life history theory 
can help explain a whole range of human behaviors and traits from risk-taking to mate selection to socialization. For example, humans who follow a fast life history strategy may be more likely to engage in risky behaviors such as drug use or reckless driving because they have less to lose in the long run. They may also be more likely to choose partners based on physical attractiveness since that is a signal of reproductive fitness. On the other hand, humans who follow a slow life history strategy may be more likely to choose partners based on intelligence or ambition since those traits are more likely to contribute to long-term reproductive success. They may also be more risk-averse and less likely to engage in dangerous behaviors since they have more to lose in the long run. It's worth noting that life history theory is not a one-size-fits-all explanation for human behavior. No psychological theory is. It's a complex and nuanced theory that is still being researched and debated by evolutionary psychologists. But it is a reminder that human behavior is not just a product of our individual choices or circumstances. It's shaped by our evolutionary history and by the strategies that we have developed over time to maximize our reproductive success. Life history theory may not be the most feel-good topic out there, but it can help shed light on some of the most fundamental aspects of human behavior. And that, my friends, is something worth paying attention to. And attachment theory. If you're even a little familiar with my work, you'll know that I lean heavily on attachment theory to explain a lot of how relationships work or don't work. Attachment theory is all about one of the most fundamental human experiences out there, our need for emotional connection. At its core, attachment theory is about the bonds that form between infants and their caregivers. According to attachment theory, these bonds are crucial for a child's emotional and social development. Infants who have a secure attachment to their caregivers are more likely to feel safe, confident, and capable in their relationships with others throughout their lives. But here's where things get really interesting. Attachment theory doesn't just apply to infants and their caregivers, it can also help us understand the dynamics of adult relationships and why some people are more successful at forming and maintaining healthy, satisfying partnerships than others. According to attachment theory, Adults who have a secure attachment style are comfortable with intimacy and are able to form strong emotional bonds with others. They're confident in their ability to communicate their needs and feelings, and they trust that their partners will be there for them when they need support. On the other hand, adults who have an insecure attachment style may struggle with intimacy and have difficulty forming strong emotional bonds. They may be hesitant to trust others, and may have trouble communicating their needs and feelings in a healthy way. Now here's where things get really interesting. Attachment style isn't just something that's hardwired into us from birth. It can also be shaped by our life experiences, particularly our early experiences with caregivers. For example, if a child's caregiver is consistently responsive and attentive to their needs, they're more likely to develop a secure attachment style as an adult. But if a child's caregiver is inconsistent or neglectful, they may develop an insecure attachment style. The good news is that attachment style is not set in stone. Through therapy and other forms of self-work, it is possible to develop a more secure attachment style and form healthier, more fulfilling relationships.
There you have it. Four psychological theories that you may not have heard of before, but that can tell you a lot about your own life. Though like any model, these theories aren't necessarily simplifications of a complex reality, they could give you the understanding you needed to make positive changes in your life. You're welcome. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Four Fascinating Psychological Theories That Explain Your Whole Life by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. And I'll be right back with my commentary. Thank you again to Mark. Some more theories to reflect on this weekend and maybe one of these hit home for you and gave you more to think about or to research or even talk with a professional about. We don't dive into theories too much here, but if you've been listening for a while, I'm sure you know I like to give you a pretty wide range of resources because you never know what's going to have a meaningful impact. Sometimes I'll get feedback about an article that didn't have a lasting impact for me, but was super relevant and helpful for you. Or the opposite can happen where I remember one article particularly well, even years later, but someone else might not find it helpful at all. In any case, I do like hearing what's working for you or what resonates with you the most. It helps us craft this show as best we can. You can get in touch with me through oldpodcast.com or just reply to my weekly newsletter, which you can also find at oldpodcast.com. But I'll do it for today and this Friday episode. Have a great start to your weekend and I'll be back tomorrow and over the weekend. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.